Welcome to the Winning with Shopify podcast. This is the podcast that will teach you to take your Shopify store and turn it into an automated sales machine. It has the latest marketing, email, sales, and social media advice. And it also has strategies and tips from the experts without the fluff. Your host is Caroline Belinska. She's a Shopify education partner with the Shopify approved course, 1000 Sales and Beyond. And she's the founder of JustAskParker.com, the only small marketing task agency for Shopify owners. She has over 15 years experience in marketing, manufacturing, design, and e-commerce. In the podcast, she'll share her knowledge and interview the experts to help you in your journey to success. So don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Now, here's your host, Caroline Belinska. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Blinska, and today I'm going to be speaking about the red flags of Facebook ads and how to save money running ads that make a great return on investment. This came up a couple of days ago. I have a lot of podcasts that I pre-record and I have ready because I know what I want to speak about. And then things like this come up, these golden nuggets that I think have very important that I speak about and help you understand the difference between success and failing when it comes to your Shopify store. Before we start, here's a quick word from our sponsor, Gorgeous, who my team use every day in our business, Just Ask Parker. Hey, it's Lucas Walker from Gorgeous. Thanks so much for listening to the Winning with Shopify podcast. One way you can start winning with your Shopify store in 2020 is by offering a better customer experience. With more and more brands offering the same products, how do you differentiate? Well, a lot of times that comes down to how you work with your customers, even before they're customers. So it's not just post-sale, trying to help them find their order number and a lot of the other automations that we've worked in the past couple of years to really help brands of all sizes give that awesome level of customer service, but it's before the sale as well. So with Gorgeous, you can actually interact with your ad comments, with your messenger inbox, and live chat on your website to help with your conversational commerce strategy. So if you want to give your customers better service, if you want to start increasing your conversion rates through conversational commerce, just head over to gorgeous.com. Gorgeous help desk, we're the number one help desk for Shopify for e-commerce because we are built for e-commerce from the ground up. And if you mention the Winning with Shopify podcast by Ask Parker, you will get your second month free. So you get a free month, your customers get better service, and you get more sales. That sounds like a win-win-win for me. Just mention the Winning with Shopify podcast when you sign up. So this particular situation is from Reddit. If you're not on Reddit, then I recommend you jump on there. There's a lot of great groups on there, communities, and there is a Shopify community there, and there's other ones. And this one comes from another group. It's not the Shopify group but it is another one around e-commerce. You can probably find this story, but I don't want to get into it from the point of view of calling out particular people. So please go ahead and look for it if you want to. But I wanted to bring up this situation and talk about this particular post that someone wrote and help you understand what is wrong with it. Because I'm seeing a lot of the comments from this post and it's scaring me, but it's not only this post. It's actually what I hear from my clients. When I do my private coaching, people come to me and they say, Hey, I've tried running Facebook ads or, Hey, I worked with this company and I've lost all this money. And I've got people that try to work with me, but they no longer have any funds to be able to do that because they've already wasted their money, losing all their money in situations like I'm about to share with you. 
So I think it's very important that you learn from this and understand exactly what's going on. And at the end, I'm going to give you some tips on how to know what to do. If you listen to my podcast, I've had lots of my clients that have done Facebook ads with other companies, and I have got so many disaster stories to tell you. To be honest with you, I don't have that many great stories. I have more disaster stories because it's very easy to start a Facebook ad company and tell people, hey, I'm a Facebook ad expert. I'm going to run your Facebook ads. And it's a churn and burn situation. They work with Shopify store owners. They don't get them success and they just move on to the next one. So this seems to be a big problem. Now, the thing is, I don't want to say that all of the ad companies are like this. There are good ones out there, but there are a lot of terrible ones that do not care about your business. And these things are happening on a regular basis. And I did bring up some of the issues that I saw with that particular situation. So some of these ideas I'm going to touch on that I've already touched on in the last couple of weeks, but I just want to go over them again. So to start off with, Facebook ads are great for certain businesses. They are great in certain situations. I'm going to read out some of this post that I am reading and then break it down for you to help you understand. So this person wrote, and this person is saying that they are actually a website developer themselves. They said, I witnessed a store making $165,000 profit monthly selling women's clothes. That's what made me stop and read it because of that headline. I went, "Mm, okay, what's going on here? I want to know more. There are stores making this much money, but why are people writing about it on the Reddit account? I wanted to know more. So here's what he says. He says, a few hours back, I was hired to do a small coding job and I realized that what I was going to do, I couldn't actually do, but I noticed that they were making 4,000 monthly orders. So I'll just start off by saying that this guy should not be doing this. If he's your website developer, he should not be talking about your actual website and looking into your orders because it sounds like he wasn't actually hired for that particular thing. And some people did say that in the comments that, you know, what are you doing? But it was more the fact of how he's convinced people that this is actually working. And I just want to use this as an example of how there's a lot of smoke and mirrors out there. So he says, I was shocked because they were very average. It was an average looking store. You can find all of these things on AliExpress. It's drop shipping. There was no effort going on. Their margins, and then he says their margins are 80%. The average best sellers worth $7 and sold for $30. So they're buying them for $7, selling them for $30. They said their sales have been steady for the past four months and the store is only six months old. And he goes on to say, you know, it made me think, you know, opening up a store, here's some things that I found. And he goes into saying that they've got no SEO, copy and pasting the images from the actual AliExpress account. So pretty much all the things that I say are the problems with people's stores. He's saying these stores are making these mistakes. So they don't have a brand, they're charging for shipping and things like that. So these are all the areas that I say, if you have a Shopify store, if you're making these mistakes, you're not going to get success. So he's saying all the things, they're breaking all these rules. How are they still getting success? And then he goes on to say, the only source of traffic is Facebook ads, which aren't creative or special. They're just product pictures and one-line text about the offer and a link. Their strength is the logistics that they are from China. So it's a Chinese company doing this. They also have other stores with women's clothing. But he's pretty much trying to tell people like, look at this. 
this store is making all the mistakes and they're still making all of this money. I think he says it later on that it was $300,000 that they made a month, but their profit is $165,000 per month. So I read this and I was straight away going, oh my God, this is ridiculous. First of all, the guy should not be looking into their account like this for the job that he was hired to do. But besides all of that, I don't like the fact that people started writing back saying, oh wow, this is great. And I was like, oh God, these are the things that get people in a bad situation with dropshipping. First of all, when you see these particular posts, a lot of the time, not all of the time, but a lot of the time, the posts are written by people who are doing it as a way for you to contact them privately with a private message and asking them to help you build your store. So I see it on Facebook all the time where people are saying these same sort of things. Oh, just do this and run a Facebook ad and you're going to make all of this money. And it really is that the guy is at the back end saying uh, with a private message, oh, hey, okay, you want me to help you? If you just pay me, you know, $10,000, I never normally do this, but I'll help you. And then they actually are just, the whole post was just a scam from that angle. So that can be a big problem. So please be aware of that. The other thing is there's a few things going on here. There is another guy on YouTube. I don't want to say his name, but there is a particular guy on YouTube telling everyone that he's turning over a million dollars a year on his Shopify store. He shows the images of screenshots. Well, he actually does a video and he'll say, here is the back end of my website. Here is the proof that I'm actually making a million dollars. He is making a million dollars. However, the truth is that all of his money is going into Facebook ads. And by the time he pays for his products and by the time he pays for the ads, he actually has $0 left. He's actually spending more than he's actually making. But do you know how he makes his money? He does it so he can get people to sign up for his course. And he sells his course based on these video screenshots saying, I make a million dollars in my store and I'll show you how to sign up for my course. His course is terrible. He's not really making a million dollars and he's selling complete smoke and mirrors. So please be aware of these types of people. First of all, there's a lot of them out there and it's very dangerous because I hear people getting stuck in these areas all the time. So that's the first thing. Second of all, when it comes to Facebook ads, if your product is less than $40, so if you're making less than $40, whether it be one product or whether your overall sale per customer is less than $40, then Facebook ads these days are not going to be a very successful way for you to get more customers. If you've got a particular product where people are coming back time and time again to buy from you, then it can work long-term and your Facebook ad can be seen as a lost lead, meaning that people will buy, you'll lose money on the first order, but then they purchase a second, third time and you will make money. So running a Facebook ad is actually a completely different scenario now in 2020 than it was exactly a year ago. Exactly a year ago was just before that whole privacy problem with Facebook. And there was at that stage, a big algorithm change happened as well. I don't, no one is completely sure if it was exactly because of this or it all happened around the same time, but Facebook ads 
for my particular clients went up from $5 per conversion to $20 conversion on exactly the same ad. Nothing changed. They'd been running one ad very successfully for a long time. They had been getting very good conversions. They had been testing lots of different ads and particular ads at $5 were doing very, very well and they were making good money. And then suddenly it all happened around that time. They went from $5 to $20 and there was many people that had that same problem. And that was all because of Facebook's algorithm changes. And because of that, Facebook ads became too expensive for a lot of businesses. Now, if your Facebook conversion rate is $20, then you're in a situation where you need to take into account the cost of your product. And then, of course, everything else that you have to spend money on. It's not completely free for all the other areas of your business, especially if you expect to grow long-term. If you're going to stay small, that's fine, but you're going to start to have to put money away for other team members to come on board. You have to think about the logistics side of it, how you can you know, fix that or make it better or your customer service team. There's so many areas that having only $1 or $2 per product of profit, you've got to be selling huge, huge numbers to actually have enough money to pay for everything else you need to do. So from a $5 spend to a $20 spend on a conversion and then everything in between, it becomes very expensive. So if your product is selling for less than $40, if you're making less than $40 per sale, then if Facebook ads are not going to be the best option for you anymore. In saying that, there is, if you have got some money to burn, to put into testing, you could bring that down a little bit. So my $40 example could come down a bit if you really had a very, very specific product that was super impressive and something that people were like, wow, this is amazing. But if you've got a standard pair of yoga pants that everyone else is selling for a couple of bucks cheaper than you on Amazon, then you're going to find it very, very hard to do. In this scenario that I'm giving you, that I've just read out, that it's a very average store, it's got no branding, there's nothing special about the products. You can reverse image search the images and find the products elsewhere. You could find it on Amazon. So these are nothing special products. If you've got something unique and really special, different, different story, but for the average dropshipping customer store, this sort of thing is not going to work anymore. So then really what I think is going on in this situation, because there's other comments here, this is a good example of proving that what I'm saying is actually the truth there, that there's a lot of smoke and mirrors. And there's some people actually coming out and saying, yeah, these things happen, but these are the reasons why. So this one person replied saying, I've been working as a Facebook ad manager for years. I can probably guess that they have some highly developed targeting using lookalike audiences and lots of Facebook pixel events, probably before they started this particular story bang. That's it. So the person that wrote this post said they have many other stores. You can create a lookalike audience in your Facebook account. Now, if you have a second business and you have email addresses, if you have things such as other audience insights, another Facebook pixel that you can link up to it, if you can do these sort of things, then you can actually run ads to your new Shopify store and bring down your ad spend very, very quickly. So that could be one of the things that are going on here. So this store might be getting very good success. So I don't know if this store is actually making this much money. It's very possible. There are many, many stores making this much money. So the actual amount of money that's being made as a profit, it could be true, but it could also be the case of smoke and mirrors. So this is where I want you to really look at the red flags of this story. 
and take into account, is this your situation? Do you have a lookalike audience that you can use? That means, do you have an email address of very, a long email address? It can't be 50 or 100 emails. It's going to be thousands and thousands, 10,000 email addresses. The more email addresses, the easier it is to make this work of people who have already bought products just like yours. So people who have said, yes, I have, I really love these particular yoga pants, for example. And then you take that email list of people that bought those yoga pants from a different website, upload it to your Facebook ad account in the new ad account, and then you can create a lookalike audience. I want people just like these people to buy from me. It could be that they just have a Facebook pixel that's firing on another website and they can bring that across and they can use that as well. That can really bring down the price of your advertising. So that could be exactly what's happening. So they could easily be making that money. The reason why I think that could be it is because they've only been running for six months, but they're already getting this much profit. The other thing might be because someone says, hang on, how much are their ads costing them? Do you even know that? Like you're saying they're making $165,000 profit, but you can look in anyone's Shopify backend. I can see in many of our clients' backend Shopify accounts. I have no idea, zero idea how much money their Facebook ad spend is by looking there. I have to go into their either a kid account or I have to go into their Facebook ad manager. So He hasn't actually said that he has got the proof that this is the amount of profit. It sounds like he is guessing that based on the price of the product compared to how much traffic he's getting, things like that. He's not giving any exact numbers. This same comment, the same reply says, the Facebook ad manager that made a comment says, Facebook ads are not cheap. An $80 product may cost from $15 to $40 on ads. And to make a sale, Although this cost can come down in time and by using email remarketing, starting off with no pixel data more often leads to big losses before you can target properly. And that's exactly the issues that I see. So are they retargeting properly? Now, retargeting is not just about doing the Facebook pixel retargeting. You can retarget through Google. You can retarget through another company, Perfect Audience that I love. You can also run ads on uh, retargeting ads through Gmail ads and through YouTube video ads. So there's lots of different places that you can actually do this. It's very, very important to understand that if you hear from a person who says to you, work with me. I've got these statistical, um, this proof that I'm helping this store do this could be very, very true that they could be doing for that particular store, but understand why that is happening. If you don't have these same things, if you don't have a lookalike audience, if you don't have an email database, the numbers are going to be very, very different than if you do have them. A lot of people are saying they're making huge profit margins on profits, but do you actually know how much they're spending on marketing? I can give you another example. Last year, we had a client come to us at Just Ask Parker. I've spoken about him on this podcast before. So I can't remember the exact numbers. So please don't shoot me for getting it a little bit wrong. From memory, it was about a year ago that this particular client came on board. He came on board and I jumped in and I keep an eye on our clients that are in there. And I had a look and I saw that he was making approximately in the first three months of the year, I think it was, he had made over $300,000 in sales in the first three months. And then it was like uh, month five by that stage, I think. And his sales had gone down and he came to us. And I thought, because some products, it's actually based on the time of the year, um, or you can turn off your advertising and then the, ads, the sales can go down. So 
the fact that he went from $300,000 in three months to down, I think it was actually 700000 from memory now when I think about it. You know, it was a huge amount of money. I don't want to get specific on the amount, but he'd gone from this huge amount of money down to almost nothing. And when I asked him what had happened, I said, okay, well, why are you working with us? Just ask Parker is actually for smaller companies. You're better off going with a bigger company that can help you much more directly. That's not how our services are provided to people. And he explained to me that he had bought the company recently and the company that he had bought it from made that much money and it made it look like when he did the sale, it made it look like he was buying this company with so many sales and he was like, wow, this is amazing. And he bought the company and bought the website, the Shopify store. And it was actually, he found out that because of the way you run your Facebook ads and there's a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit of Google, they had completely baked the numbers. And it was pretty much that whole amount of money was going into the ad spend. So there was literally no profit left in the company at all. So when he came to us, he had turned off those ads because they were literally making no money for him. Yes, he had huge numbers in the back end, just like the other story I told you. But this guy wasn't trying to you know, sell himself as a professional. He was buying a company. He bought the company like this. And he was pretty much starting from scratch, trying to build it up into making sales based on real profits. So um, be aware that these things do happen. Another thing to take into account, there are a lot of refunds especially with clothing in this sort of area. Somebody even says that there is a bunch of these sort of stores. um, They get poor reviews. They get a lot of refunds because of the clothing is not great quality. So once you think about it and depending on what this guy is actually looking at, yes, the store might've been turning over $300,000, but if you're getting a 30% return rate on your products, that is down to 200,000. So you've already lost 200,000. Now that is on average. So if they're really bad, he's saying it's not nothing great. So they might be getting more returns than that. And it might not be going through their Shopify account the way he can see it. So maybe he's not telling us, maybe he can't see that. Maybe the way they return the money is in a different sort of way. So always take that into account that yes, the store might be turning over a lot of money, but what is the actual refund rate on that? Getting a whole lot of cheap products from China is not always the best way to do it, especially I buy a lot of stuff myself personally from AliExpress. I have for before anyone had even heard of it. I'm talking 10 years ago when it had just started. I was always ordering things from there, but it's very hit and miss. There's some great things, there's some bad things. And a lot of people run drop shipping stores that don't actually check the quality of the product. They just put it on their website and hope for the best and then end up with a lot of returns. Someone else wrote here that 80% margin of profit drops to 10% after you factor in ads. That's another person's comment. And then he replied, the the person that posted it, okay, even if it was only 10%, that's $16,000 in profit. There's other people saying, yeah, it's hugely profitable. It is. It can be. It's definitely true. But understand what's actually going on. Be careful of these red flags because it's being sold that false hope that these things can happen for you. Yes, it can, but understand what you need to do. This is another person talking about what you should be doing with SEO and things like that. This guy is not able to give too much information. So we don't actually know how much he knows, but what he does know is not enough to make it sound as great 
once you understand what he's actually saying, it does not sound as great as what it sort of sounds like on the outside. So as a professional, I can tell you, I would not be reading that saying, wow, this is amazing. I want to do this. I would be thinking the exact opposite of that. As some other people are saying, yeah, it's, you know, Facebook ads, it's all about testing. On that note, I want to give you a couple of things to think about. So I spoke about it the other week and I mention it all the time. There's a lot of Facebook ad companies out there that are doing really, really dodgy things that they don't care about you. I had a client just the other week that had some bad things happen to her with her ad company. So here are some things that you need to take into account. Now, most of these, you want to Make sure all of these are covered when you work with an ad company and understand and even have it put into a contract. So then you can have that all itemized. So then they can't come back later and say, oh, we didn't think that that was relevant and it wasn't important. But the other thing is for yourself, if you're going to run some Facebook ads and try it, these are some things that you really need to think about. So if you're working with a company, think about things like they need to know your audience. This is one that I constantly, every time I see this, that the Facebook ad agency is not looking at your audience. My client just the other week, same thing. She actually got into the back end after they've been running her ads for a few weeks and said that nothing was converting. They were spending all of her money. Yeah, they, they don't care. It's not her, their money. It's her money. They get their monthly retainer. They get their monthly amount. And then they just take your money and they just say, oh, well, we're just testing things. That's BS. I do not care what any um, agency tells you. There is no reason to test in inverted commas. There's no reason to test using your money if they don't know your audience properly. They can find this out. And this particular situation that I'm talking about she told them, my audience are over, it was like 35-year-olds. They were running ads to 18-year-old people and it was such the wrong audience. And I swear, this is like one of my biggest pet hates is the I've never met of all the bad stories I've heard, every single one of them, not understanding the audience is the number one problem that they have. So they have to understand your audience, get that into the contract. If they do not understand your audience and they should not be running ads to you. Now, these are things like the age. It's also locations. I have a list of locations when anyone works with me, whether it's private coaching, they come to me for private coaching, or they come to us for Just Ask Parker Services. We have a list of locations that we recommend. And how do I work that out? I work it out on high income areas as the low-hanging fruit. So I'm not saying that those are the only locations forever, but when you start off running ads, you want to try to get conversions as quickly as possible and start making money. The more money you start making from the start, the more money you can put back into ads. So let's say for instance, you are running ads and you are selling, let's go back to yoga pants. You're selling yoga pants. Now you could go and say, I'm going to try to target 18-year-olds to 65-year-olds all over the US. Fine, you could try that. However, the problem with that is, is that there's going to be a lot of those locations where people can't afford your $20 uh, yoga pants. They're buying $3 yoga pants from Walmart and they're never, ever going to afford your $20 yoga pants or $40, whatever it is. They can only afford those $3 yoga pants. So why run ads and test the marketing locations where they're never going to be able to afford them anyway? So what I say is run the ads in locations where they actually have a lot of money. We know the areas, we know these zip codes, we know these locations. Run ads to those locations first. Once you start making money there, then start 
broadening your locations out, you know, adding an extra 50 kilometer radius to it, adding an extra 150 kilometers, then start testing other locations. But do not just target, I'm going to target the whole of California because there's going to be over 50% of California that are not going to afford your yoga pants or whatever you're selling. The next thing is interests. I am shocked by this. This particular client from last week, and I use her as an example only because it's happened in the last couple of weeks. So it's very easy for me to use her as an example because I remember very freshly what it was about. Her particular situation, they were just running interest groups to anything to do with she sells pet food. Just dogs, everything dogs. Now that's great, except when you're doing 18 to 65 and you're doing the whole of the country and you're just doing dogs in general. Oh my God, I can't tell you how crazy this is. She's got a very high end dog food that is not for all dogs. Now, if you've got a mutt or you've got a puppy, or if you've got certain dogs, you probably don't care as much to buy this particular food than if you had, say, a purebred poodle, for example. Now, I'm getting quite specific and in this situation, there's a lot more to it than just that, but I'm just trying to use the example in a very graphic kind of way, using the interest of the word dogs or using the interest of the word purebred poodle or purebred dogs is going to give you a very different uh, result and it's a very different type of person. The person who says, I'm, you know, I've purchased a purebred Dalmatian is going to be a very different type of person that just goes, oh, I found a dog on the side of the road and I just took it in um, because we have, you know, four dogs already and you know, we just want to do the right thing. They're not going to afford or want to pay for what she's selling. So it's very important. And that's the ad company's fault. That agency really, really did the wrong thing by this client of mine by doing this because it's terrible to do these sort of things. At the end of the day, what their job is, is to understand the interests. Now, the other thing about interests that you really cannot forget that a lot of people don't understand is that when you run a Facebook campaign and at the end of it, when you want to check the results, you can look at that campaign and you can see the age of the people. So if you just opened it up, if you just said, I'm going to run an ad for a test, 18 to 65, I'm going to do all of the US and I'm going to do the interest dogs. And you did the word purebred poodle and you did the word mutt as an example of those three words. If you're running that test and you put all of those interests in that one campaign, you cannot understand You can understand which age was a good one. You can understand which location was a good one. Even though if you wasted money in those areas, you can still see the success. But you can't understand the interest. That's not how Facebook ads are broken down. So if you ran this ad, you would go, oh, okay, well, I did get sales for all of those interest groups. But guess what? It might've only been to one of those interest groups. And if you've got them all in one campaign, you can never understand that. So you need to run them separately as ads and you need to say, okay, I'm going to run one ad that's only for the interest dogs. I'm going to run a different ad only for the interest purebred poodle. I'm going to run another one only for the word purebred Dalmatian as an example and break it down. And then all the other things can stay the same. You can run the ads exactly the same. Everything can stay the same, but the interests need to be separated. Otherwise, you do not know which interest group is going to make you the money. That's very important. These are the things you need to go forward to a Facebook ad agency and tell them you must 
be doing these things and I want to know it's in the contract that you're going to be specifically watching these because I can tell you right now that you can talk to them and they'll tell you they're all talk. Yes, yes, yes. We know exactly what we're doing. Don't worry about it. Relax. We'll do it. And they don't do these things. So please understand that this is where you lose your money. If you're running the ads, those are things you need to think about. Again, low-hanging fruit. What are the low-hanging fruit areas? Now, it might be that they might find, let's go back to the dog example, they might find that currently purebred poodles are like the big, big thing because maybe it's purebred poodle month. So in that case, running ads to that group is going to be a really good success to you. So where's that low-hanging fruit? There's many different types of low-hanging fruit. That's just one sample. Next is, are Facebook ads even the best for you? If you go to a Facebook ad agency, what do you think they're going to tell you? They're going to tell you, yes, this is the best for you. That's why we just asked Parker, we have so many different options. We say to people, no, don't run a Facebook ad. It's not best for you. Your products are $5 and you don't do a second sale. On the back of that, you're literally never, ever going to make money. But the Facebook ad agency will take your money and say, yeah, let's test it. Let's try it out. And at the end of three or six months, they've taken your monthly management fee. They've spent all your advertising budget. And then at the end, when they say, oh, sorry, we didn't get you any sales, they can go, oh, we tested it and now we know. They do not care about you. They're just making money and there's a lot of agencies that are out there that are set up, they're taught how to set up uh, set up an agency that is just there to just take your money and they do not care. So be very careful. The next thing you have to think about, whether it's an agency that's working with you or if you're doing it yourself, the time of year to advertise. I've brought this up before. I had one of our clients, it was a long time ago, and she was working with an ad agency and they were just running ads consistently through the year. And she came to me for some private coaching. And when we spoke, she said, my ads never worked. And we started to talk about it. And I found that her sales are mainly made at two times of the year, straight after summer holidays and at Christmas time. That's the two times of the year. So really from that August through to December is her best time of the year. But they were running ads all year round. And normal ads, cold traffic ads, rather than just running retargeting ads for that time of reminding people and giving them some free stuff and keeping them interested, they were literally just running ads and she was not making any conversions. So if the ad agency doesn't understand the time of the year that's best to advertise, they should not be running Facebook ads. Also, what types of promotions? Um, Back to that dog food company, they should have been running uh, video ads, but this ad agency didn't even think to set up a video ad. It was my client that turned around and said, hey, why aren't you running Facebook video ads for me? Uh, we've got videos for you, use them. And they'd already given them a whole lot of content, but they just didn't even get around to using it. Because once I looked at the ads, I was so utterly disappointed with what they did. It was actually pretty horrific. Also, the number of tests, this particular ad agency, they were just running, they set up, it was something like four campaigns. Each campaign had four ads in it. And after four weeks or six weeks of no sales, they just turned off most of those ads. And that was it. They didn't replace them with anything. They just turned off the ones that they thought weren't working, which... Clearly, none of them were working because they didn't get, I think they got two sales, but they literally were just turning off ads. That is not how an agency should be working if they're charging you a monthly management fee. In Just Ask Parker, we set up one ad at a time for people and they just pay per one ad. So that means we can set up one ad for you and then you can go in and you can set up the rest of your ads based on what we've done and you can test that. Or you can come back to us and say, hey, do some more ads for us. We're not running a monthly management fee for your Facebook ad marketing. However, if a company is charging you monthly for management fees, they should not be setting up 10 or 20 ads at the start of the month and then just not turning anything else on, they shouldn't just be turning them off. 
So you need to understand these things and you can't do that either. Don't just sit back and go, okay, I'll just turn them off and just see what happens. You're not going to get success. You need to look at the ones that are not working, look at the ones that are working and say, okay, well, what can I do to make some better ads and keep testing? So that is my little, I've got so much more to say about this topic. If you've been listening to my podcast enough, you know that Facebook ad agencies and Facebook ads in general are an area that I really get passionate about. And that's because most people, at least 80% of store owners that come to us, come to us with that expectation that Facebook ads are going to be their savior. And they don't understand all the ins and outs that have to come with that. Or they go to a Facebook ad marketing agency that will just take their money and go, yeah, 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 let's just go for it. And at the end of whatever it is, three or six months, they just go, oh, well, we tested it. Okay, it doesn't work. We know that now. They do not care about your money because it's not their money. They're doing it with your money. And if you don't get success, it's no skin off their nose at the end of the day. And they just churn and burn, move on to the next customer that they're going to rip off. Again, like I said at the beginning, not all of the agencies are like that. So I'm not trying to put everyone down, but a lot of them are because they're not actually there for the right reasons. So best off running your own ads if you know how to do it properly or finding an agency that's really there to help you and make sure that they cover these things off in their contract so then you know that they're going to do the right things by you. If you have any questions, come into our Facebook group, Winning with Shopify, and come and ask us questions. We're definitely there to help you and also sign up for Just Ask Parker. We do a seven-day trial. Try us out for seven days. If you don't love us in seven days, you can cancel and not pay anything else. And you can ask us to run an ad for you and see how we go with that for you or something else. We do emails. Now, before you jump ahead and think, okay, great, I'm going to go and get an ad set up now or I'm going to do it myself. There's a million things you need to do before the ad. You, not a million, but there's quite a few. You need to think about your retargeting before you run an ad to call traffic. You need to think about your email. How are your emails going out? How is your abandoned cart set up? Is your conversion set up properly on your website? There's many other things and we do a website audits to help people understand that. So don't think Facebook ads are your first port of call to get sales. There's things you have to do way before you do a Facebook ad. I'm going to link underneath this podcast a checklist that every single merchant needs to make sure they're doing, that you've done these things before you run a Facebook ad. So there will be a checklist. Have you done these things before you start running any paid advertising? Not just Facebook, Google, anything. If you have checked off everything on this list, then I will tell you it's okay to run an ad. If you haven't checked off everything on this list, then do not start running ads until you have. Otherwise, you're just going to be losing money or you might get one or two sales, but you're never going to make the full amount of profit you really can and you'll just be wasting money. So download that checklist, completely free. Go and download it, take a look at it and make sure you're doing all of those things before you start running ads. Have a wonderful day and until next week, keep smiling. Sign up for free for the Shopify approved marketing course at 1000salesandbeyond.com and get our show notes at justaskparker.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening to the Winning with Shopify podcast.